0: In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Booking Institute, your weekly dose of pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host. Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined as always by my partners in crime fighting. Starting up, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you?
1: Uh,
2: and as as I'm on the stream. Oh, you had me on, then I'm gone, and there, there, go. there, I'm back. Yeah, this is fun. We're learning how to do this live stream <laughs> thing. Um, people, uh, people now know what our ugly mugs look like and can tell that, um, I'd make a really crappy district attorney with all this facial <laughs> hair. But um yeah, cuz they're supposed to be like handsome and stuff, but that's okay. So yeah. Also joining
0: us from up north RCMP, JLB, what's going on man? How are you?
3: I can't complain. I can't complain, you know? Same old, same old. Um yeah, I mean technically lawyers don't have to look pretty though. Um, you know, they just have to win cases. So you can still technically do that, Kayfabe. You could still tell. Oh, thanks, man.
2: It's nice to have some love there. Yep. Hey, nice to
0: know that you think he's ugly, but he still might be able to do it. <laughs> Pretty
3: much. Yep. That's a nice way of saying it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh,
0: Before we get into everything, I always remind people right now that Raw and Order is part of the Tapnisco podcast network, so make sure to head on over to Tapnisco.com. check out the other shows on the network there, show them some love there. If you are new to the fantasy booking show, the premise is simple, we're going to take turns challenging the others to book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling. Uh, we don't discuss these in advance so the answers are entirely made up on the spot and off the cuff because we think that's
2: funnier it is funnier Yes, I absolutely.
3: I never have anything planned. <laughs> yes. and, and, and today's no different. So we'll
2: start off with...
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Well, before we get into that, I always uh, like to take this time to say, hey, wherever you're watching this, whether it's uh, live on YouTube or Facebook where we're live streaming it, or uh, whether you're listening to it on your podcast platform of choice, make sure to click that subscribe button or that like button or whatever it says on your podcast platform or on mm-hmm. Facebook or whatever to make sure you get notified when we do our next episodes uh, share this episode with your friends uh, so that they know um, what's going on and they can join in on our next one and hey, all of that hey, stuff hey
2: guys do you, did you know about this podcast called Raw and Order WBU I'm that's supposed it. to tell
3: my friends both of them yes. tell both my friends about this <laughs> <laughs> who are currently on it with you that's, that's Yeah, oh, shit. and you know sharing is caring so you know.
0: <laughs> just post it on that your social too. medias <laughs> Or I don't um, know. Okay. Maybe you can use that Twitter thing that, you know, we convinced you to have and you don't ever use.
2: I use it. <laughs> he used I, it. I was very excited about Ava Marie's return and not knowing whether to see. I'm so excited. I was wearing red today. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Ava Marie. Uh
0: But so we will go ahead and get into the fantasy booking. Um, This is where I usually open it up and I say, whoever wants to go first, I've got mine. So if you want, I can go first and you guys can go from there. Otherwise, uh, you know, one of you can take the, the spotlight first.
3: I'll go, I'll go. Ooh, uh,
0: to start off, we've got JLB.
3: Yeah, I'm going to do it. So I actually have, I'll, I'll, I'm a nice guy, so I'll allow you to pick which one you'd rather do, or maybe one does one and the other does the other. So first I thought of actually doing um, a dream AEW versus WWE. You have a five-match card and you do your dream matches what you would like to see aew wrestlers facing wwe wrestlers in its current state um that's fantasy booking one the second one i also thought of was considering wwe doesn't know what to do with their tag division I was thinking of actually getting you to build up your own tag team that will actually succeed in the WWE. So book your new tag team, name it whatever you want, pick the two wrestlers, and uh, build your tag team on WWE's current roster. And hopefully it, it, it becomes a success. So, those are the two I thought of, and uh, let me
1: know.
0: Okay, so just to clarify, one of them is dream AEW versus WWE uh, match, the other right. one is create your tag team,
3: create your tag team in WWE.
0: In WWE, okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I think we do the first one because the second one sucks.
0: <laughs> yeah, the problem is WWE doesn't. Doesn't really prioritize tag teams very well, so uh, creating a it's, tag team there is just like, hey, we're gonna throw Cesaro with, um, you know, Apollo Cruz because they're both foreign and.
2: Wow, yeah. um, the, the, the <laughs> sol- that the is sol- Vince's thinking though. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Number one, Apollo Cruz isn't foreign. <laughs> He's Nigerian. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think I'd think think I i think rather do Dream 8. Five, five versus five. Blood and guts match, is that what we're doing?
3: No, no, no. I was more saying like five matches, but I mean you can oh, do any matches, matches you want.
2: Okay. Current rosters.
3: I also currently thought of another one. Another one. <laughs> well, write it, down. write it down.
2: Write it down and, it down and for save it time. for next week. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. I'm doing it as we speak. Okay. Um I I suppose I mean I'd rather what's your thoughts Smarks would you rather do the I think we'd come up with either of those we'd come up with different things but I think the more enjoyable one would be AEW versus WWE uh albeit redundant. Yeah
0: I th- I think that'd be the I mean we've done it before but it's always fun to book an uh an AEW versus WWE mini event.
1: So
2: yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely okay with doing that a second time. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, it's just you commenting. I thought we had comments from fans. You know, I was all excited.
1: <laughs>
0: no, it was just me telling people <laughs> to let us know in the comments.
2: Yeah. See, that's fun. Anybody have? no nope, Nobody. Okay. So we're going to do that one then. Um, <laughs> and uh, so my thoughts are did you want to go first or you want me to go first
0: uh, you go ahead and
2: go first okay. so um, again I'm gonna I'm gonna throw back a little bit to last week um, do I do I have a little bit of a time machine it doesn't have to be much
3: no current has to be current so I can't yep. do
2: so doing trips versus Cody would suck
3: okay um, I mean technically I Trips randomly comes back, so maybe he's acceptable. Trips versus Cody would suck. Yes. Because it'd be Admit. current
0: Trips. Yes.
3: Yes. yes.
2: So, um, we'd have a really long entrance. Trips would come out on a throne. Cody would break said throne when he comes out later. <laughs> right. It would be excessive. Okay. We've got to figure it out. Um, Alright. So, uh, I, I, think, I think the obvious start to this is um, And, and, uh, is who does Kenny Omega fight? I think that's the, the foundations of all of this. Um, when you are the best wrestler in the world, um, as he has proven yet again. So he waited three years to reclaim his title, but I think he's proven again, he's the best wrestler in the world. Um, you kind of get your pick of the litter, um, I would love to see him versus Karrion Cross, and here's why. I think Karrion Cross can put off longer matches than he currently does. Um he's he's been built as this very, very dominant, dominant person. And so I, I would love to see um crosses um uh the the Saida Saida suplex, is that what it say, is? Say, no. The what? Doomsday Say. yeah. Um, you know that versus the V trigger, the 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 high impact, very entertaining, very safe, but oh my gosh, they look vicious moves, move sets of those two characters, and and just who they who they've built as characters. Carrying um, Cross has built this this. Uh, anarchist, um, anarchist destroyer mentality. Uh, uh, for those who are, are Dragon Ball Z fans, this Beerus esque character. Um, and yeah, I have a son. Okay, guys, that's why I know about it. <laughs> um, and I, uh, I have
0: a three year old. So if you want to know anything about PJ Masks, I can tell you it.
2: Yes. All right. <laughs> um, Gecko. All right. Anyway. Moving forward, um, I, I just think that, that, that that's an easy build. I think the, the promos are so contrasting in their characters that we just really build something great there. Um, so that's the first one I do. Um, I also would want to see uh, Cody versus Finn Balor. And I know I'm getting a little NXT heavy, but I'm going to be NXT heavy because it's the stronger product line for WWE. Um I think Cody versus Finn Balor again you get really good promo skills Finn Balor is an aggressive prick which is fantastic Cody is the eloquent um eloquent executive style um thought process type guy um which is which is also really good and and I feel like I've just introduced the same match twice a little bit in terms of its build which is okay <laughs> so um Third, um, I don't think that I don't think that the uh, the Young Bucks can claim being the best tag team in the world until they've beat New Day, not knowing which members of New Day they're going to go against. This is if all three members of the New Day is an option, um, and I think that that builds a really, really good set of matches. Um, not to discount MSK. Uh, who I do truly believe right now might be the best tag team in WWE um, in terms of their entertainment level. Um, but I, I will have another tag in this uh, that won't have MSK. So um, I'm also going to do the Grizzled Young Veterans um, hmm. against, against the tag team that is almost identical to them in the revival. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's... FTR. Oh, FTR. FTR. Yeah, FTR. Um, sorry, your your cuckoo clock made me stop thinking. <laughs> um, I bet but it's fine. I love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, that's a crazy match. That's so crazy. Your cuckoo clock had not tell us about it. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> um, I, I just, I think that that's a really solid throwback to the match style wrestling uh, that a lot of us grew up with. Um, that doesn't have all the flip-to-do's. So you have a little bit of the flip-to-do's with uh, the Young Bucks and and uh, um, New Day, and then you have the other, of course. The fifth match is the hard one, because obviously I think that you have to go female here. Um, and I it, it would be difficult for me to put Becky Lynch, who's probably the biggest draw in women's wrestling right now, um, especially with her return uh, pending to put Becky Lynch in that because she's been gone for so long. Um, for that reason, I have to go to the person I consider the greatest wrestler in, in the world. Um, with the exception of maybe Kenny Omega. And I know a couple of weeks ago, I said, she's the greatest wrestler in the world. And right now she might still be, uh, Sasha Banks and, uh, um, golly. The hard part is choosing which member of impact uh, of AEW. Um, The question, I I guess the question I do have is, does AEW include impact? Because they're not technically the same company right now, but they do have a really burgeoning um, partnership. Nope. No, it doesn't. Okay. Well, that sucks. You suck as a person. Yep. No, it's fine. (laughs) Um, So I'm probably going to go with uh, Sasha Banks versus, you know, the longest reigning champion in AEW history at all, I believe, is Hikaru Shida. Is that right, Smarks? I believe so. So um, she's held that title for ages. She's still champion? Yep. And... um, And is stupid entertaining in the ring. I think the promo stuff can be left to Sasha. She's that good. Um, I think that there's other people involved in aew who could carry that promo because you have a cross brand item set up. Um, so I, I'd love to watch that match. I would watch Sasha versus akarshi did uh, since I can't bring impact in and you're a dick. So um, <laughs> that's what I'm going with. Okay.
1: So
0: now it's my turn, and the fun thing is I can uh I can do similar, but I can do different. There's enough roster on both sides that I can do a lot different. so um so what I'm looking at is uh, I'm gonna do five matches, but I'm also probably gonna book one or two uh additional just because
3: there's, there's so many fun things
0: that you can do. Yeah. Um,
2: because the pay-per-view is better with seven than five Mm -hmm.
0: so um, the five main matches of course uh, just like uh, DA Fabe said um, Kenny Omega you gotta have Kenny Omega in this right Uh, so um, having Kenny Omega but I'm not gonna put him against the same person uh, that DA Fabe did um, not because I don't think it'd be a good match, but because I think the better match is Kenny Omega versus Finn Balor.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, because
0: they've got a history. They both were leaders of Bullet Club, but there was a person in between them. So they never were in it at the same time. And, and little they're... guy named AJ, a little guy named AJ. Yes. Okay. Um, so this way, Kenny Omega versus Finn Balor um will be probably probably the main event of this. Um I think that's just a phenomenal match, just uh just waiting to happen. Um a, a match that I think would also be good. Again, using Cody just like DA Fabe did, but uh, for me it would be Cody versus Seth Rollins because they both have that kind of cerebral leader sort of character behind them. And I just think that their their styles could match up fairly well with each other. So that's where I'm going with that. Um, I'd
3: love to see that match. That'd be awesome.
0: I think it would be a great match. Um, and and the, the thing is, their time in WWE, because they were technically, I think, on the main roster at the same time, but it was during the Shield come up um, right. And so I don't think, and and then of course during uh, Stardust's down, downgrade, so I right. don't think they ever actually were in the ring together
2: before. And then that was not as as viably competitive yeah. with each other.
0: And that and that was ages ago for both of them, anyways. So, um, and then uh, in terms of tag matches. Because we gotta have at least one tag match. Um, I mean, I think.
2: Go, MSK, Young Bucks. You want to? I know you want to. You, know,
0: you know, to be perfectly honest, I'm not wanting Young Bucks for a couple different reasons. Um, I I've got a. Uh, Okay. MSK, I think, is the the one to go with. Um, definitely, because they're tons of fun. Um, but I think um the people to put them against is uh two members of Death Triangle. Oh yeah. Uh Pac and Phoenix. Um, I think that would be just a Hell of a match, um, I. I you could do Penta and Phoenix, and it'd be a ton of fun. Have Lucha Brothers versus it, but I like I like the idea of Pac and Phoenix together. So, so that's kind of where I would go there. Um, I'd have at least a couple women's matches, not just one. Um, there's just way too much women's fun to do. So uh, first off, uh, Hikaru Shida versus io shirai is something that i need to see sometime in my life Mm. so so that's that's my first women's match second women's match so this one would would finalize the five um i think seeing uh chris Statlander versus rhea ripley would be amazing Absolutely amazing. That's fire. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one that I want to see. But in terms of bonus matches, because there are way too many good matches that you could put from this, right? Um, Britt Baker versus Sasha Banks. Uh, because not only are they both great wrestlers, but they're also both great on the mic. So you could have a great buildup with that. Um, In an opening match... That's where I might use a use, uh, young bucks is, is like an opening match where, um, you know, to start things off with just absolute fire. So you could do uh, an opening match, young bucks versus who's a good <laughs> team from WWE. The problem is WWE doesn't uh, prioritize teams as much, so um. I am. I am going to say. Even though right now um, we haven't seen Bobby Fish in a while, he's coming back from an injury, and Kyle O'Reilly's off on his own. Um, they wrestled for a long time as a team before they came to WWE, so I can see them staying a team later. So, uh, Young Bucks versus the newly re- reunited Red Dragon. Bobby Fish and, and Kylo Ryan. That's what I would do for my two bonus matches.
3: I'm surprised you didn't try to put Dolphin Rude. Uh,
0: it's, uh it's, I know they're not
3: good now. But you know, here's the thing. They're both good.
0: I just I don't I don't like them as a team. Okay. I just don't. I want them singles. And um and I don't like. I could put Dolph against, I mean I guess I could do Dolph and Rude versus uh best friends, Trent and Chucky T. Mm, well, um, yeah, that might be better actually. That would be tons of fun. Uh, but I'd I'd rather see Dolph versus uh Chucky and Trent versus Bobby Rude. I'd rather see individual matches for that. Um as for, uh, you know, I mean, I'd st- I would love to see Orange Cassidy in there, but it's so so hard to find a, an opponent <laughs> right. in WWE to The Miz. Maybe. Because
3: The Miz would, would make it kind of comical. He would fill up the,
2: the, yeah, the irritation with the lazy. Yeah. You know what uh, would be fun to watch?
0: I'm, I'm going to have to look to see if it happened on the indie somewhere ricochet versus orange cassidy
2: that would be fun
0: having someone whose whole thing is going all out all the time against a guy whose whole thing is nah
1: <laughs> nah nah
2: nah so. but those are <laughs>
0: those are how i would do it
3: i love um, that you cheated and added extra matches
0: yeah <laughs> Yes, I'm a cheater.
3: Because he knew I wasn't going to accept his Bobby Fish one since he's freaking injured. How much fish could
0: a Bobby
2: Fish fish if a Bobby Fish could I think he's basically ready to come (laughs)
0: back. I just don't know if they... I don't think they know what to do with them with the breakup of Undisputed Era. They're like, what do we do? Uh, And with Roddy Strong quitting, Bobby Fish, uh, of Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish is the only one who never did anything solo. Roddy had a solo run before Undisputed Air. Roddy had a solo run <coughs> during Undisputed Air. Kyle O'Reilly has done solo stuff. Bobby Fish was always in the tag team. So now that that's broken up, I I think they're just like I don't know what to do with them. But.
1: Hmm. But so I can't yeah. fault
2: you for it. I don't like it, but I can't fault you for it. Yeah, mine's better. <laughs> That's, I, I mean, mean that's your match. tag team was better, yeah.
0: I'll, yeah. I'll give you the tag team for a minute. I don't know. I'm still going to say I win on Kenny Omega versus Finn Balor. Um, the,
2: the, but the problem is, I mean, that's – in my opinion, that's an easy story to tell. Um, and and I think he copped out. That's, that's what I think he did. Oh, wow. So, so. –
3: I think out he's like, just jealous. Boom. I
2: think you're just jealous. I think
0: I think <laughs> you're just like, damn! I should have done that. Oh damn it! Well, I'm you gonna, know what? We're gonna pretend like I ate it.
2: It's a cop out. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I, uh, by the
0: way, I am a cop, so you know.
2: <laughs> you're you're not a you're not a street cop anymore though. You're a detective now. So yeah. You gotta you gotta dig a little deeper, bud.
0: <laughs> no, man. This this is the detective work here.
2: This is the <laughs> here. But so
0: I was we will, going for something
2: different. Sorry. We
0: will move on to the second challenge. So uh, DA Fabe, do you want to go or do you want me to take the second
2: challenge? I'll be happy to go. So
1: okay.
2: I also I also had two um, that I'm gonna let people pick from and and I think that this kind of gives you the opportunity to say next week. Um, which one you guys prefer or which one you want to get next week, I guess. Um, so the two that I'm going to do, it looks like I have really wrinkly forehead when, when my head at this <laughs> angle. So um, <laughs> the, sorry, I just um, the, the second one, Uh, that I think I'm going to, or the first one that I'm going to do, I actually got just from looking at my energy drink because I do drink a particular brand Um, hashtag still not sponsored, but you know, that'd be nice. Um, And uh, yes, we record this at nighttime and that's my pre bedtime drink. Um, uh, I'd like to hear either how you would book a modern day, um, uh, DDP run, somebody who not not DDP himself because that would suck. It'd be like yoga <laughs> matches or something. Um but <laughs> but what what DDP did um in in the mid-90s was he was he he didn't even start wrestling until his late 30s. Uh he was a manager for quite a while. Um and I'd like to see how you guys would do who and how you would do a DDP run in modern day where it wasn't diamond dolls and the diamond stud and all that jazz. Um, The second option is to spend five to seven minutes a piece booking a idiotic and stupid. I'm going to post a survey from professional wrestlers. Um, And this is in honor of, one Ryback who is now throwing a hissy fit online because people added the option of him retiring to um, his survey of where he, where he thinks that fans should, where, where fans think he should sign next. Um, I would find that incredibly entertaining to hear you guys, you know, go ahead and, and, uh, Pick different wrestlers to make a really bad survey that could easily have another answer thrown on it. And five—that's just five to seven minutes. You just got to go off the timer and do as many as you want or as few as you want, and and what stupid thing happens and and that. So pick, take your pick. You two decide between the two of you.
0: Well, me personally, I vote for the DDP because um, I don't I don't know anyone else who could do. Uh, that poll, as bad, as, as uh,
2: Ryback. Especially, what should I do
0: now? Especially because he came back, he he tried to blame it on Chinese and Russian hackers and trolls, and he reposted one, and then he said, don't choose retire just as a joke, which if you, uh, we talked about it on, on WBU, if you know anything about Twitter, you know if you tell people don't be a troll. They're going to be trolls.
3: Absolutely.
0: Um, so I'm voting for for DDP, uh, but JLB, what do you want to do?
3: Yeah, no, I'm voting for DDP. I talked about Ryback enough. I feel like he doesn't deserve any more airtime. Oh,
2: it wouldn't have to be Ryback. You're picking other people to make really bad life decisions.
3: I, I, I don't want to demean anyone to Ryback's <laughs> life decision. I don't think anyone deserves that.
2: Fair enough. <laughs> so, pick your wrestler. Pick your modern day DDP. Who is, who's who's going to be a manager? Roll into um, a, and he doesn't have to be old, but it can be somebody who, who has that that miracle run of, of really just outworking everybody in an era, um, and and I, I I hate to say this, but I think he politicked right by by just being a great guy, just being. A guy who who worked well with his team or with the the other wrestlers in the back and uh, DDP has a really great history. I'd I'd love to do a and I don't know that we could do a botch along like we did uh, with uh, uh McFoley, but I'd love to do some type of mini series on DDP type watch alongs because um, golly he 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 went from very hated manager to um, very hated wrestler, to fan favorite, to world champion, to, um oh, my gosh, I'm so excited that he's going to be in a feud with Undertaker. Oh, my God, what the hell did they write DDP into? Um, to a yoga master. so The end of it's not that great. Own... <laughs> the end of it's not that great, but um and maybe the yoga is great i don't know i've never done yoga is
3: great bro like if you really get invested into it it's it helps the body Uh, mind ddp's yoga have
2: you've done i i
3: I mean i haven't fully committed myself but i do have ddp
1: yoga
3: yeah it's it's just like regular yoga he just makes it a little bit more manly hashtag
2: still not sponsored ddp that's your fault
3: hashtag ddp yoga it doesn't matter you're doing good for the world keep going Hashtag EDP bang.
0: yoga. You've got at least two extremely out of shape uh, <laughs> podcast hosts here. You know. Oh wait, I'm one uh, of the out of shape. <laughs> you're, you're one of the two. Well, here's the you could be out of shape and still have guns. Uh, that just means they're not strong guns.
1: No, no. <laughs> the, these out are twenty-two of
0: shape. <laughs> <laughs> um jlb do you want to go first or you want me to go first
3: yeah you know what i'll go first and the first name that came to mind instantly if we're talking about how he is backstage him being a general nice guy i think the first person i go with i can even see him as a manager role to kind of start it off to um kevin owens i think kevin owens has everything going for him he's funny he's Nice backstage. He's also just easygoing. Um, And he's phenomenal in the ring. He uses the cutter, if we want to add that as a DDP element. Um, And he can certainly be, although WSW made him kind of the face, they certainly didn't really utilize it because then NWO kind of took over. But I guess he was still kind of the face because Flair wasn't really doing much. So I would think Kevin Owens would fit perfectly there. He's entertaining. The fans would instantly um thrive to him. He's just gotta be a little bit more perhaps energetic, like DDP is. Kevin Owens is a bit more calm, but that's kind of how he is, I guess, with his gimmick now. But I could certainly see Kevin Owens uh doing that. So how Kevin Owens would start it off, um who did DDP manage? What kind of people did DDP manage? Because I was probably too young to really ever see his managerial days.
2: Well, the Diamond Stud was was Razor Ramon. Um, and that mm. was very early. That was way early on. pre
1: WWF um, Razor yeah. Ramon.
2: yeah. So, I mean, we're talking early 90s. Um, and then... So, DDP had been around for quite a while there. Um, he, he also then rolled into and he had a diamond stable and i'm trying to remember who else was in it but um he then rolled into the self high five gimmick um and and that's when we started seeing him do really good heel work Mm. yeah it,
0: it had on uh 83 weeks they talked about his early run when he was uh a, a manager and everything. And they basically said he just he just grabbed everything out of the box of gimmicks and just put them all on. So he had <laughs> a, a a hat and a cigar and sunglasses and a crazy jacket and crazy boots and create you know and and it took him a while to realize that with gimmicks sometimes less is more. And so he was really <laughs> outlandish early on and then kind of uh, got better. He actually. um also for a short period of time was the manager of the Freebirds.
2: Oh so. Wow. Uh, really? Okay. So he he ma- he managed Michael Hayes?
0: Uh yep. Jimmy Garvin is, and PSAs. it was at it was towards the end of the Freebirds and night. That's hilarious
2: cuz they look so much alike and they they sound the same and obviously they're completely different people but um yeah, that's funny. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, And so and then uh and then he actually added uh, Big Daddy Dink um, into it. And then he introduced the Diamond Dolls. And then he had added Scott Hall to the stable under Diamond a Stud name. And then the Freebirds left the stable. And then uh, everything else kind of went there. He started to train and, and eventually, eventually became a wrestler instead of just the thing but yeah, it, it was late in his career when when he actually I, w- I
2: want to say he was like 36, 36 I think when he started wrestling. Yeah. He was 42 43 when he won the won the world title oh. um, which would have been what 98 97 so um,
3: that's a long ways <laughs> down the line. And so, you know, although Kevin Owens has been wrestling for, like, 15 years, so he definitely started younger than DDP did. Um, DDP even wrestling, I think it was in his 30s. So uh, getting the championship, 40-something. In terms of who Kevin Owens perhaps might manage, I'm thinking do, like, a kind of Canada stable, I guess. You know, you... um, I think... I You guys might not know them very well, but there's a group called, well, they're called EverRise in NXT, but they were a really funny duo uh, in Montreal over in the indie scene. They were called 2.0, and then I think they turned to 3.0. They were just nothing but hilarious. And Kevin Owens and them have such great chemistry. I could see them doing almost like the new-aged not heart foundation but like the whatever canadian foundation or something like that and you would just have uh you know you have you would have i don't know if i i guess you would have sammy in it but i feel like ko Ke- and sammy would always his are just better bumping heads than anything um but yeah i could certainly see because ko to me is like the jack of all trades kind of like how DDP was um, after he stopped managing. <clears throat> I I remember them talking a lot about DDP's managing. Um, I think I, I saw the DDP DVD unless it was, I think it was a 24 or something like that where they talked about DDP's life and DDP was just very eccentric and then He even did that also in wcw as well so as a wrestler and so i think kevin owens can do that um i just don't just he could be that heel too you know what i mean he could be that uh complete asshole and just not like anybody and so on and so forth and i think that just that's just due to the fact that he's been doing it for so long too so he's at that level where he can get behind the fans um really well it's just i find WWE doesn't know what they're doing with him now but if they let him do what he wants to do and let him thrive and uh i think you have your next ddp your next star um reborn again if you will because he was already champion and all that so I could definitely see Kevin Owens take on that DDP role.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, tell you, man.
0: I I'm not gonna go with Kevin Owens because um, first of all, the biggest thing is neither that, would I he's a current wrestler who's who's already doing uh, I'm not gonna go quite as far as someone who's just not known as a wrestler in any way, shape, or form. Um, But I I immediately thought of Wade Barrett. I think Wade Barrett now, after his time um, on the indies, after his time coming back to uh, WWE for uh, commenting on NXT, I think this is where he could do a DDP style run where he comes off the commentary desk, you know, Maybe on commentary, give him a, a bit of a time where he uh, 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 starts to slowly show favorites to someone. Then you could have him eventually come out as a manager to that person, and and help them for a bit. But then the big thing is eventually him just saying, you know, it. Uh, I'm I'm on it again. I'm I'm gonna do this myself, and so I just think Wade Barrett. I think he had so much potential in WWE and was never like the, the bad news Barrett gimmick just slowly kind died. of died. And
3: it was so catchy. I don't know how they messed up on that.
1: So
0: yeah, it was catchy, but, um, but I, I just think it died. And then, like I said, he went off and, and did his other stuff. Um, I also think, um you know he's got finisher moves that can be similar to a diamond cutter sort of a a move now in context of everything you always have to t- keep in mind that the diamond cutter when uh ddp started doing it was a new move that other people really didn't do but now between the rko and And everyone does cutters. Uh, So many of them do leaping cutters or springboard cutters or whatever. All of these cutters here, you can't really do that. But, you know, Wade Barrett had the wasteland, which was a a fireman's carry slam. Um, That's something that can still be a a move that's sort of out of nowhere. Yes, you got to catch them up into fireman's carry, but it's something where you can just spin them around, fireman's carry, slam them uh so i think i think wade barrett's the way to go with it in my opinion i mean there's tons of options like uh you've got adam pierce in the back you know maybe he gets cleared to wrestle and he can come and do a run like that um uh, my initial thought was could Corey graves get cleared to wrestle because this would be a great story for Corey graves to come off the announcer desk and do as well but Wade Barrett's the way I would go.
3: Is he just commentating because he can't wrestle? Because he hasn't been cleared to wrestle? Corey Graves?
0: Yeah, he, uh, Corey Graves um, suffered to. A, want to a, say 75 concussions. Yeah, it was a series of concussions. Wow. Okay. A lot of them, but I, I wasn't sure exactly how many, but. No, I don't know how
2: many it was, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I feel like it was a bit over exaggerated. Oh, <sighs> As per noted by your cuckoo clock,
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
3: um, <laughs> that was only 12, but the, you know, I'm sure it's around that number. <laughs>
2: um, the one that really st- stood out to me that as an option that I that uh, I know we're not supposed to book our own, but I feel like there's a particular wrestler who all three of us like a lot who has some exposure who um, has not – I didn't know I was going to go full screen. Anyway, um, <laughs> who has not um, been in either – or any of the three three bigs and maybe hasn't been in the four bigs, um, if we include ROH. Um, RJ City, I thought, would be really good for that role. Um, as he is relatively young, he could build that up. You know, I, I think we've seen it before um and CM Punk going to the t- to the announce table I think they could have done it with uh with uh Joe prior to firing him because they're idiots um uh, so I think that, that there's been times where we've seen it a little bit um but I think RJ City can give you as organic of that setup as possible um probably a little less time as a manager than than DDP had but I don't know. That's just my thoughts.
0: Okay. Nuts. (laughs) Yep. Sticking them salty nuts in your mouth.
2: They're sweet and salty. They're honey roasted, man.
0: Oh, I know you like the sweet and salty nuts.
2: Uh, Oh, Jesus. Sometimes I put honey on your. Never mind.
0: Hey, everybody, you ever seen my balls are big and salty?
1: (laughs) <laughs> good old chef well
2: yeah. mine are nuts and they're small and salty and brown
0: <laughs> well then in this case we will move on to <laughs> my challenge uh, my challenge to you guys Um, compared to yours I think mine's actually kind of tame all in all uh, I just had this idea we've done a lot of these book time travel this time travel that's but we've never done one based on a very specific uh, weight class, specifically cruiserweights. So my challenge to you guys is to have you guys book the time travel cruiserweight best of the best fatal four way to decide who is the best cruiser weight of all time up till now. So, um, four cruiserweights from four different eras or two from the same. I mean, they don't have to all be from different eras, but, but just from, from your eras of watching wrestling, you know, I don't expect you to go back and be like, uh, well, I think that uh, gorgeous George was a cruiserweight in, but he wasn't nineteen. 52 <laughs> and so I'm gonna have him and no I, my, my I I feel like
2: we're we're gonna land a lot of mid 90s and
3: uh yeah
0: mid 90s mid 90s to today but but that's yeah. kind of my my hopes is
3: choose four can you guys give me mid uh examples of uh, cruiserweights in the mid 90s because all I'm thinking of is Juventud Guerrero and La Parca well,
0: I mean well, in the 90s you had Dean Malenko, you had Chris Benoit, you had Eddie Guerrero, you had Perry Saturn, um in Chris, w- Chris w- Jericho w- was there Arnold at the time. Well, um you know, and that's the, that's looking in WCW, WWE had their own cruiserweights. <laughs> uh you know, um uh, uh Chavo Guerrero, uh Rey Mysterio, um in WCW is Rey Mysterio Jr. because there is a Rey Mysterio that wrestles in uh Lucha elsewhere. Um mm-hmm. uh but I mean, you know, Ultimo Dragon, oh yeah, uh, Psychosis, oh. uh Billy Kidman. Um, you know, these are all theoretically lately.
2: this also includes the X division. So this is gonna be yep. um your suicides, your TJPs, your um uh uh at one point it was uh oh black machismo, uh Jay Lethal was a, was a cruiserweight. Mm. So I mean you've got a lot of options there. I am I saying that somebody from the X division is gonna win this? Probably not, but <laughs> um there's a really good era and there's a really good set of wrestlers right now. So
3: yeah. Uh, okay, I think I got my list. I'll go first. Uh, okay. since I'm on the biggish screen here too. Um okay, so first of all, AJ Styles, and I'm talking TNA AJ Styles, X Division. One well, place when he yeah, he has to definitely has to be there. Uh, I mean, even if you want to put current AJ Styles, I'm still down, but he was just younger and I felt like he was more flippity doo uh back then, just was more phenomenal okay i'm a cheese ball um yeah so aj styles for sure a name that keeps coming into my head is no he can't be in it though i i i'm always thinking of billy kidman for some reason but i don't think he was necessarily great I think I was just shocked when he did the shooting star and I was all like oh my god but I don't know how good he technically was <laughs> Um, so I'm going to do AJ Styles I feel like Juventud Guerrero was phenomenal Um, I used to always remember trying to catch his matches in WCW oh <sighs> You guys are probably gonna hate me for this. I'm not a fan of Dean Malenko, though. So, I know okay, Dean Malenko
0: button. Let me find it. Here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, El, i know a lot of you are gonna be like, Dean Malenko has to be in it, but not in JLB's Fatal Four Cruiserweight of the Best of the Best. Um. And then, if we're talking current, I think you have to have Ricochet in there. Um. And I feel like I'm just missing so many people, though,
2: yeah, that's why it's a fatal four, best of four or best best four of all time. You're gonna miss some people
3: mm-hmm. for sure. So hova, a j Ricochet, and Ray Phoenix. I can't do anyone in an impact. I honestly don't watch enough impact. Uh I think is phenomenal, but I think Ray Phoenix is better than him. So that is my fatal four way. Um and I think that match would just be fire. Like, oh my god, forget about it. You cannot leave to get anything. You're definitely gonna miss a whole lot of is uva Garos the wrestling? Uh
0: yeah. I believe yeah? so. Well. Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Didn't Psychosis just retire? Isn't that who just retired?
0: I think so. I'm trying to.
3: That sounds familiar. Anyway, neither here nor there. Mm. Who wins? Who wins? Who wins? Ricochet. All right. I honestly think pound for pound. I even think maybe Ricochet is better than AJ, to be honest with you. He just hasn't. If you watch any of his stuff in New Japan, well, I guess AJ does too. But if you watch any of his stuff in New Japan or any of his indie stuff, Ricochet hasn't even begun to show what he can do in the WWE, even when he was in NXT. So it always just breaks my heart when I see him wrestle. And then I'm like, oh, but you could have done so much more. He's kind of doing it on main event, but still not nearly as much as he is capable of doing. So I think hands down Ricochet would win best cruiserweight of all time.
0: I oh. mean, in, in fairness to you, um, I'm on a ranker list and they have uh, ricochet number nine in best cruiserweight oh, snap. Cruiserweights of all time. Um, uh, we'll wait to hear uh, the uh, Fabe things is uh his top four and who wins um but I, I it surprises me that you didn't have ray mysterio on the list at all because a lot of people would put him as the greatest of all time as the goat yeah mm-hmm. yes.
3: um, yeah i i think that whole I thing really just dampened my mood on ray mysterio <laughs> um and then it's it's really hard uh, and
0: I don't know how Dafa is going to uh, go on this, but a lot of people would put Eddie Guerrero up there too. So
2: the the hard part is yeah. to remember that guys that have been two hundred and thirty pound plus guys mm-hmm. like Eddie, like uh, Chris Jericho and Benoit, mm-hmm. um, like like Ricochet. Ricochet is actually over two hundred and five pounds right now. Um, oh, wow. So some of these guys that that we recognize. Um, well, yeah, I mean have been light enough to to have yeah. been. For for uh,
0: a long time in New Japan. AJ. Yeah, AJ well, Kenny Omega was the light heavyweight or junior heavyweight champion for a long time, which is their but, cruiserweight. And that's level. a two fifteen pound weight. Yeah, it's a little bit higher, but it's still, you know, I mean, he was technically a cruiserweight for a long time before he bulked up to go for their heavyweight. So Yeah but let's hear Um, what D.A. is going to do.
2: So, because you were um, an asshat and went after me earlier and added some rules. I'm going to break some fucking rules. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to have qualifying matches for this. Um, I'm going to have four qualifying matches and the winner goes in. Um, And those qualifying matches are going to be from different eras or different feuds that have happened. Um, And I have to start with quite possibly the best cruiserweight feud of all time. uh, And that is Dean Malenko versus Chris Jericho. Um, The man of a thousand holds versus the man of four of a thousand and four holds arm bar (laughs) um, is too good a feud to ignore historically um, sure. and and I think that that's a great qualifying match, um, which tells you the, the caliber of athletes we're expecting to have here. Um, there is something significant to be said about the feud between Rey Mysterio and Psychosis, uh, which happened slightly before uh, Jericho and Malenko. Um, and, and it's, I think it's undeniable that Rey Mysterio is a, um, it belongs in on the Mount Rushmore cruiser weights. Um and and that's really what we're doing is we're naming our Mount Rushmore and saying who would win. Um so I think Ray Mysterio wins that um with his mask on not in the two years he didn't have a mask and looked like a four year old. Not as um, part of the No Limit Soldiers. <laughs> Boy that was bad. Uh, um <laughs> um because because i've already named two from the 90s i don't want to limit myself back to the 90s um, uh anymore those were such good
3: times oh they were i mean it's (laughs) it's hard
2: not to it's hard not to count a, a a billy kidman feud um like billy kidman uh chris jericho or chris chris jericho or billy kidman versus uh uh, Crispin wall when they were both light enough to be in the cruiserweight. Um, I do believe that WCW's cruiserweight division was a little heavier than 205 pounds, um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I think we have recently actively seen the two best in the world at, at the cruiserweight division facing each other. Um, and, and so that's, that's tough for me to uh, ignore that those two are are currently in the same division. Um there's probably an argument for for uh Sajushka Okada and everything, but god damn it it's fun to watch santos Escobar versus uh uh versus Kushida. It is just freaking fun to watch those two. Um and I think it would be foolish not to include that match between the two of them. Um, I am a mark for Kushida. Uh, I love Santos Escobar's uh, promo skills. I love I love the idea. Uh, his heel work is is um, the best. His his mic work and heel work is the best the cruiserweight's seen since the nineties with Jericho. Um, wow. So so for that reason, I, he has to be considered in the eight. But I, I just. for a single match I'd rather have Kushida in there um now for a build I I would love to have Santos Escobar in there um and then I'm gonna go with a dream match of guys who haven't who aren't really known for their their cruiser weightness um and and haven't had amazing cruiser yes AJ had some feuds that were cruiser weight um but uh, I'm gonna go with one guy who who's never really been called a cruiserweight. That is an obvious cruiserweight at 187 pounds, Finn Balor. Um, mm. And so he's definitely light enough to do it. Um, definitely entertaining enough to do it. Um, there, there's times where Colby Lang, or uh, also known as Seth Rollins, fit into that category. He would be great. There's just so many names that's easy to leave off of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but but AJ versus AJ versus Finn Balor does tell the same story that that Smarks talked about a little bit ago um and and quite frankly in their in their cruiserweighty best um, AJ's the higher flyer of the two which is interesting to think of that that Balor is the is the striker um, having always been smaller than AJ ever was um but he is he's the striker of the two and so um, I think that, that <laughs> there's a lot of people who are going to hate me that are old, old school here, but I think that that, that match goes to Balor. So in the end, we've got Jericho. And as much as I'd love to see Dean Malenko in there, Jericho is, is the better sell um, Jericho, Rey Mysterio, Finn Balor, and uh, Kushida. Um, and, taking them all at their prime. I don't think you can, I don't think you can have Finn Balor lose that. Um, That said, he's probably not on that best of cruiserweights list because he's never been recognized really as a cruiserweight. You Um, are correct. (laughs) That said, he is in in my opinion, um, one of the most entertaining cruiserweights of all time. And, and, Definitely puts on a different show than we've ever seen from somebody under under 205 pounds or 225 or whatever weight range you're using for those guys. Um And uh, there's just there's just so much to watch at 187 pounds with Ben Balor. He has the speed. He has the striking. He does do some high flying but it's not just top rope body drops. It's the stomp that he does. It's, it's all those different things that really make a world of difference. And so um, that's why I'm going to actually make Finn Balor, who's never been recognized as a cruiserweight, the greatest cruiserweight of all time. Um, I would assume that list goes, has two of those guys on it as one and two. And I would venture to guess it says Ray and uh, Chris Jericho in that order.
0: Um, you're close, one and three, Ray one, Chris
2: Jericho, three malenko malenko is two Eddie Guerrero two. Eddie Guerrero is two, yeah. so the list... and it was tough not to put Eddie in there, but
0: well, like i said here, here's the deal is we're talking about of all time, right, and so like d a Fabe said it's it's kind of impossible to to uh do this list and not leave someone off when you're talking. Just four. I I could have even told you to do uh, a Sweet Sixteen tournament, and you still would have come away saying, "I should have put this person on. I should have put this on." Because, uh, like, I mean, just I'll go down the list here, and I guarantee you, we'll get to a couple uh, on this list that Let one we'll of go. you. Oh. So, of course, Ray Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Jericho, AJ Styles, Ultimo Dragon,
1: Juicin oh. Liger.
2: That's the one that just retired, Juice and Thunder Liger. Mm-hmm, yep.
0: Uh, Jeff Hardy. Was he recognized as a as a I, he was he was a cruiserweight champion at one point? Uh, really? I uh, feel like he
2: fits into or, the Balor role, or maybe it
0: was the, the WWE, uh, WWF light like that, Uh, Dean Malenko, Ricochet, Daniel Bryan. Wrestled as a cruiserweight on the Indies.
1: Oh, uh, Chris oh. Benoit,
0: Adrian Neville, aka Pac. Uh, Johnny Gargano.
1: Oh.
3: Damn. Gargano, of course.
2: Owen Hart. <laughs> CM Punk. Owen Hart? hmm There's no way that dude was light enough to be considered a, a cruiserweight.
0: He was a light heavyweight champion at one point, if I'm correct.
2: Um, so. Yeah. On his left leg. <laughs> he,
0: he was... I mean, what you gotta remember is both Owen Hart and Bret Hart Um were part of the the side of wwf at the time that vince thought was were too light because this was d- early on during the steroid scandal vince wanted the big beefy men and then the steroid scandal came along and he moved to the lighter more agile ones which led to the uh Shawn michaels the bret harts all of those coming to the forefront yeah um I you know I could look up what his build weight was, but I think he was light. CM Punk, Tiger Mask, Christian technically was a light heavyweight champion. I remember that. Yep. Adam Cole, baby. Oh geez. Billy Kidman, Tajiri, Juventud Guerrero. I got him. Gregory Shane Helms. Yeah. Brian Pillman, X. Brian. Brian.
2: Mm-hmm. That that would have been before his feud with
3: uh, Stone Cold. Awesome. WWE. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, great Dark Side of the Ring episode. Yeah.
0: Did have they have they done both episodes so far?
3: They did. They did okay. it together I, technically. Yeah.
0: I got to watch part one, but I haven't watched part two yet. So,
3: part um, one was how long? An hour.
0: Forty five minutes. Okay. I think.
3: Yeah, so you're only missing. Uh, it's basically an hour and a half together. So yeah.
0: Uh, X-Pac. Yuck. Yeah, but Mm. uh, Brian Kendrick, Matt Hardy, Psychosis, Evan Bourne, who still wrestles. Oh,
2: Matt Seidel. Yeah, Yeah,
0: Matt Seidel. Uh, Chavo Guerrero. Uh, El Generico. I don't know why, though, they have Sami Zayn's. (laughs) Um, Crazy. (laughs) The Greatest Man Who Ever Lived, Austin Aries. Oh, Jesus. Um, he, he doesn't fit it now, but Roderick Strong was a cruiserweight for a long time.
2: Don't on Jesus. Hold on. Back up. Don't on Jesus, Austin Aries. He is a really good wrestler.
3: Nope. His cocky He's attitude, I don't give a, a shit. He's a douche behind the scenes. Not giving him any credit anymore. He's that douchey. like He can go fuck himself. That's it. Go back and watch the, the um, Bully Ray versus
2: Austin Aries feud. It's fantastic in Impact.
1: Mm.
3: I mean, I don't doubt that he's a great wrestler. It's just, I'm sorry, the guy is just overly cocky and too obnoxious. I just can't respect him anymore. So he wouldn't be in any of my list except worst asshole wrestlers of all time. See, he there's a guy you
2: head. could have posted a feud for or uh, uh, a survey for. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: number 33 on this list. Chris Saban. Wow. Okay. Mm. And Motor City Machine Guns, man. Detroit. <laughs> uh, Christopher Daniels got his start as a cruiserweight. He's not a cruiserweight anymore. Oh, he was phenomenal. He in a... <laughs> oh, shut up.
3: He was great.
0: Fuck
2: Christopher um, for Daniels.
0: Well, one of the wrestlers <laughs> that we still see moves that he invented being used today, Takami Oh, <laughs>
2: I thought you were going to say Canyon. I was like, Canyon has never been under 225. Maybe <laughs> when he was like in 10th grade.
3: Uh, and plus, if Canyon was a cruiserweight, I mean, he would win because who better than Canyon?
1: Nobody's Nobody better, better than, than Canyon.
0: Canyon.
3: Thank you. Thank uh,
0: Dynamite <laughs> Kid. Matt Jackson. Paul London. DFA mentioned uh, Jay Lethal. There Nick, is no way Dynamite Kid was light enough. Dynamite Kid was was an early cruiserweight guy for a long time.
3: Yeah, I think that's why Benoît took such a liking to him though mm-hmm. because Benoît was small too, so that yeah. does make a lot of sense. And if the we're putting Benoît on the
0: Yeah. The thing with Dynamite Kid is uh, what you got to remember is he was short. So yeah. even though he was he was muscular, he was short, so he looked bigger than he actually was. Mm. Um, but super crazy Jerry Lynn Um, two of the three members of New Day you know
3: wonder uh, who those could be yeah, yeah. obviously
2: Big E <laughs> yeah Big
0: obviously. E totally uh, Eric Young uh, Low Key I'm See, not a yeah, like- Low Key fan but
2: I like the number of guys on this list that aren't limited to flip de do. I mm-hmm. really do. I mean, even though Jericho did some, his was more of a technician
3: style. Yeah. Um, well, was well. And
2: really a psychological style. Uh, Malenko obviously. Um, you, you know you mentioned you know, DeGiri, who wasn't a high flyer, who who was a technical wrestler. Benoit, who had one high flying move that we aren't going to talk about. Um, you know, so yeah, I, I love that there's a bunch that don't have to be high flyers. Daniel Bryan, yeah. um, you know, uh, Kofi, yes, Kofi has some high flyer ish, but his is just uh, uh, showy, showy striking, uh, with his trouble in paradise and whatnot. So
0: TJP, Alex That's Shelley, high flyer. <laughs> Alex Shelley, Petey Williams, we missed Alex
2: Wright.
3: Yeah,
0: Alex Wright comes down this list down, down there.
3: <laughs> Alex Wright, yeah. Uh, Everybody
2: got to see my moves through my shirt. That's fun. Spike Dudley. Spike. I'm not upset that he wasn't in my final four, but.
3: Yeah. Yeah, definitely uh, not upset that he was not my <laughs> final four.
0: Current AEW wrestler Jack Evans. You know, and I'm only about halfway down this list, but we still have. I'm I'm just oh, scrolling. I'm through. For sure. I'm scrolling through. Uh, just incredible. Shannon Moore. Uh,
2: oh, his name's a play on words. Just incredible. There's Alex
0: Justin. Wright. Um, You're such a <laughs> uh There's Chucky e. T. There's Jimmy Jacobs. Um, Eddie Edwards. Nah uh okay. okay for some reason this, this has got to be a fucking joke. Uh Gilberg's number 97 on the list.
2: What why does well, yeah. he, make a list? he he was a cruiserweight champ? Uh-huh.
3: But he wasn't any good, probably. They're saying the best he, hundred. No?
0: He he had a very long defeated
3: streak.
2: <laughs> Dwayne Gill. And then he became Gilberg. I mean he, uh-huh. he had a pretty short undefeated streak and
1: then uh
0: sparklers (laughs) number 101 on this list is prince iakea who i thought was a phenomenal wrestler who just uh kind of came in during the slow downward spiral of yeah uh, i would agree with that
2: iakea was really good
0: but yeah so that that is the end of that challenge uh You know, like I said, I I gave you a big Sophie's Choice. You had to choose four wrestlers from all of them. Because even this list with 101 names on it, still, there are names that we're saying could have been, like Finn Balor could have been on it. Um, You know, technically speaking, for a long period of his time, Cody Rhodes would have been a cruiserweight.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, He's probably not now. Um, But there were a time he would have been considered a cruiserweight. He just never went after a cruiserweight belt. Um, Seth Rollins, when he was Tyler Black, I mean, technically, um, Alistair Black would probably qualify as a cruiserweight in most. Mm. Most difficulty.
2: Joe did at one point. Samoa Joe, 300-pound Samoa Joe at one point qualified. Yeah.
3: I don't think so. I think he was just could do everything a cruiserweight can so they're like yeah let's put him up a cruiserweight he was in the x division and all that but he was never 205 no way
2: dude go watch his first wwe match way back first wwe match
3: would they have that on the network
2: probably (laughs) it was a raw and he lost okay it was a raw and he lost and it was a one-off um i wouldn't bet him bigger than bigger than jeff hardy I mean, you'll, okay. you'll have to He's find them for us
0: because you're you still have the network in the strict sense. We have a peacock, peacock now, which is searched by wrestler name or
3: yeah, I still got the better network.
2: I'm I'm pretty sure <laughs> you can find it on um on YouTube. For sure. No, I bet you so, can, yeah. Which is yeah, you know, one of the platforms we're streaming on right now. So yep.
0: Yep. Live on YouTube and Facebook as we speak.
2: Um, But
0: we will go ahead
1: and move on.
2: Well, go ahead. Does does that mean we're automatically on Instagram since we're on Facebook? Uh, No.
0: Instagram um, is weird. I I did some looking up on it. Uh, Instagram only allows you to go live from their app. And and so if you try to use another app to go live on it, uh, you can get booted. So, dicks. Uh, technically speaking, I could set up a phone right here on my desk. Um, but we'd have to have two different streams going, and it's a a big pain. So, we're not right now. We're on Facebook and and uh, YouTube. Um, I'm debating on adding Twitch into it, uh, but Twitch has its own issues so. We'll just deal with these two for now. Um, So we will move on to our fun game that we like to do. We call it AEW ROH or Impact Wrestling. Where would you put these WWE wrestlers? The rules are very simple. We're going to each give uh, the others a list of three current WWE wrestlers. Or maybe we change the rules to something else. I don't know. I'm doing WWE. Uh, that okay. the others have to make the choice of where they would go. It's kind of like um FMK, but a little bit nicer. So so the challenge on the first but round is pretty much k. Uh, most people.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, the first round, the choices for you guys are, I'm doing some big guys. But not like the big, big guys. Not big in terms of um, popularity necessarily. Big in terms of stature. Um, Damian Priest, Dominic Dijakovic, and Baron Corbin.
2: I'll go first. Um, I love how you switch it immediately. Tortilla. <laughs> um, anyway... Oh, goddamn! They've ruined two of the three of those recently. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go ahead and put Baron Corbin um, in AEW and I'm going to catch heat for it and that's fine and I'm okay with that. Um, but I'm going to put Baron Corbin in AEW mostly because of just extensive exceptional mic work. Um, and quite frankly, his agility. I mean, he can really build several matches, whether he wins or loses. He he is believable as a competitor, um, most times. And so, I'm going to put Corbin on AEW, even though, like I said, I'm going to catch heat from it. Um, uh, Dijakovic's probably going to ROH just because I don't know that he has. I, with the exception of the Keith, Keith Lee feud, I just haven't seen a lot out of, I I've seen a ton of in-ring work. I've seen just not that great of promo work. Um, and for that reason, um, and I, and I also think Damian Priest carries a personality that's really, really good to go with, uh, uh some of the, the, uh, other impact stuff. I've done my best to avoid pigeonholing guys who have had darker characters to, uh, impact, um, but I, I do feel like that's not a horrible move for for uh, for Damian Priest. So yeah, I, I, I'm making Corbin to AEW, and that's where the heat's gonna come from. I'm 100 confident on this. So
1: nice.
3: Um, I think I'm going with. I think I'll switch it up. So I think like you though. Damian Priest does have a lot of energy. I don't know what he's doing on WWE, though. He's just a little bit too chillaxed, I feel. He was already relaxed kind of in NXT, but he had a little bit more fierce in him. So I think he would be a good fit for AE Dubs. I absolutely do think, though, Corbin has probably one of the best... um, Heel works you can probably get in a heel that you would want in any brand and so i'm curious to see what he would do in impact there's not really a lot of guys his size if you will or that i'm recalling at the moment on impact but i still could see him being part of like a faction or something and i
2: think it's the the difference for his size and impact Usually they're either stacked and giant or not mm-hmm. the size, right? Yeah, different builds. So I I get what you're saying there.
3: And uh, honestly, I can't remember. I do technically remember. I remember Dominic Dajakovic's last match in NXT, and I thought that was phenomenal. Um, I can't recall who it was against. Was it Adam Cole? No. I think it was Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Oh, yes, Keith Lee. Amazing match. I have to go rewatch that match. I so much greatness in that match. Uh but honestly, I retribution, you done screwed yourself over, bud. Um so, you're you're going to ROH. Not that that's a bad thing, but at least you won't be retribution and you can finally excel in what you actually do good uh is wrestling. Which is in yeah, in ring. In ring, so... You know, and with no mask anymore. <laughs> you know, like, you get to finally show your face to people because... Except
0: now they have him painting his face. This mask is my reckoning.
3: This where did is- they have him painting his yeah. face? What happened? What, what is he doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, he he's still playing T-Bar or whatever. Uh, he okay. just isn't wearing a mask, but now but now he's got face paint on where... Looking like Road Warrior.
3: Uh, oh, thank God I don't watch Raw then, because between yeah. seeing that and apparently Lily injuring Shayna Baszler, I
0: don't think it was on this like, week's. It was on last week's Raw. But, but yeah, no, it's like here's your deal. What they they missed their chance just to go off on a tangent. They missed their chance with both with all of Retribution when the band when the group broke up. This was their time to introduce them now under their real names without this Retribution gimmick at all. Right?
3: That's it.
0: And so... This or is to still chance. be
2: Retribution and, and be themselves, though.
0: I think this is a change. You can still have them be a tag team, but now they come out and not as T-Bar and Mace, but as Dijakovic and Dio Madden, right? Um, as,
2: as a group of people who's pissed off that they joined up with somebody because they <laughs> were being overlooked, and then they got overlooked because they joined up with somebody because they were being overlooked. Yeah. And, like, and, you could have just
0: continued off. the story. You could have. I I would have just, because the story fell on its ass so flat anyways. I would have just kind of said, you know, that's done. Let's roll on. We don't need to remind people of Retribution. They can still be a team, <laughs> but now they're they're Dio Madden and Dijakovic, right? Uh, we still don't know for um, Shane Thorne, Slapnut, um, and uh, Mia Yim's Reckoning. Um, what they're gonna do with them? They're I, they're
3: apparently gonna show up on SmackDown this week. That's
0: that's the rumor, at least for for uh, Mia Yim that I heard. Right. Um, whether whether or not that actually happens or not, I don't. I will see on SmackDown. But um, but this is the time. You know, if, if they have them come out and then they're Shane Thorne and Mia Yim and they just come out as singles wrestlers and everything, that's the way to do it. And they messed it up on Raw. But anyways. But that's enough of that. We will move to D. A. Fabes' answer to this particular question. I I did it. Oh, first. You did yours? Sorry, you did it first. No. <laughs> I, I could have sworn J. O. B. went first. So, uh, yeah, no, that's right. You went. Um, yeah, you went Baron Corbin to AEW. That's why I don't remember it because I zoned out as soon as you said Baron Corbin to AEW.
3: <laughs> you just you just zoned out of your entire answer. So you, you said Baron
0: Corbin to AEW.
3: With friends like Officer Smarks, you don't need enemies. Hey, have you guys heard of this new podcast?
2: (laughs) Broad in order. I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. What? Um, JMB? Go ahead and answer the question.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So
2: I I suppose that means because I'm already on the big screen, I have to ask my version. You may as well. So um, uh, the the question, I, I, I guess. We've just done a little bit of cruiserweight. I've got cruiserweight on the mind, um, so we're going to take people from the cruiserweight division, um, and I'm and, and I'm going to limit this to people who are actually in it. So Gargano and and Balor are not going to be surprises thrown at you. Um, I'm going to take Swerve. I'm going to take uh, Kushida, and I'm going to take Santos Escobar. Take your picks. I'll
0: go first. Um, and and it's kind of sad because I know I'm gonna piss off Dave with the answer, uh. But um, Francisco Escobar is not going to AEW. Uh, I think he's awesome. I get it and everything, but when you have a chance to get Kushida in AEW, you take fucking Kushida. That's what you do.
2: You ready for this? Yeah. Fuck yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> that's right. Kushida to AEW. Um. The the other two are tougher. I'm a big believer in Swerve. Uh I I think he's got a lot of upside to him. Um should have won out. that ladder match.
3: Should
0: have, yeah. I mean <laughs> it, and yo, know, it looks like they're they're giving him a big push now with his uh new hit squad. Raw, or what, what is
3: it called? I think it's uh death that's no, not death row, but it's a playoff. It hit row. Hit, hit row, hit. that's it.
0: Yeah. Hit Squad. I would have just called it Hit Squad, but that's. The same thing. Um, it's going uh, off the
3: record label. Uh, one I,
0: I get it and everything, but it sounds <laughs> stupid.
3: Because so. Hit Squad sounds so much better.
0: Hit Squad does because it's assassins. You call it a Hit Squad. It's an actual word, actual phrase people use. No mm-hmm. one says hit row. No Records. One. No, because death row <laughs> comes from an actual word. Death Row, right? right. So, but it, no one says Hit Row. No one does. Anyways, that's beside the point. Um With that, es- Escobar, to Ooh, okay. Escobar to Ring
3: of Honor. Okay,
0: Escobar to Ring of Honor and Swerve to Impact. Fuck
3: you! You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: I knew that would get. Uh, Fabe's attention there, but I mean, I like I said, I, the, the tough thing is that it's a Sophie's choice, but I think long term, me personally, long term, I think Swerve has a lot more to do. I think he's he's got a lot more. And now, now here here's the thing. Um, of the three of us on this podcast, I'm the only one who's ever watched any Lucha Underground. Uh, both of those people were in Lucha Underground. And Who, swerve uh, and Santos, swerve and Santos were both in, in Lucha Underground. Uh, not under those names, right? Um, but Delgado El
2: Fantasma,
0: uh, he also was not under El Hijo del Fantasma.
2: Um, <laughs>
0: uh, he was. Under Did you El like Jus- being El- wrong?
2: El- yes, uh, it's fun to say,
0: but but so so that's what i would do but let's see what jlb would do
3: uh honestly i i honest to god don't think you can't put kashida anywhere except AEW though so that i will leave them there um
2: you're gonna make one of us happy and one of us pissed go
1: yeah
3: (sighs) swerve has so much personality no you know what i'm gonna make everyone pissed uh swerved AE dubs i just feel like he's younger and they have enough yeah. no no there's no like you done messed it up um
1: yeah yeah
3: yeah You got the case of the sticky fingers you can't touch it it don't work um yeah so i don't know i just feel cuz Swerve's a bit younger it'd be good for swerve to go in there he has, swerve has a lot of personality it's just he hasn't been using or they haven't allowed him to shine yet and I'm not crazy on this hit row records thing, but I mean, whatever. If it gives them more airtime to shine, let's see what happens. Um, Kushida would have to go to, oh, and was so good, though. Yes,
2: he is. Yeah, your swerve choice is the wrong one. That just just so you know. No, yeah. I, I
3: realize that. But I, at the same <laughs> time, because Kashida could just go back to New Japan and whatever, like he's good. Um <sighs> Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna say actually, you know what, Kashida, fine, Kashida to Impact because Kashida could still kind of show up in our uh, in AEW, and uh, then I guess that means I'm doing the same with you, Phantasma to ROH, which which doesn't sound right at all. I'm sorry. Well, he no, hasn't
2: figured it, it out. It, <laughs> it,
0: it's a Sophie's voice, but. But like I say, fuck Sophie I just, and her
3: choice. Fuck them all.
0: I I just you're um, the devil. I I feel like having watched Lucha Underground because you know I'm special and everything. Um, I I've seen a a lot more of what both of those people can do, and I just feel like long term Swerve has more upside. To me.
3: Yeah, that's it. I, I'm I'm a believer in Swerve. Hey, hey, but... hey,
0: here, here's where I'm gonna get hyperbolic with this. Right, I think Swerve has rock potential. Uh I I Boy. think I, it'll be a while, but I think he's got the charisma, he's got the skill, he's got the attitude, and he's got the look. Yeah. To, I to understand
3: be, what you're seeing, though. That's yeah, that makes a lot to of be sense at that
0: le- level. And while um, while Santos Escobar. Is really really good. Um, I I see him as triple H potential, which is still a star, but in the grand scheme of things, who was the bigger star? The rock or triple H?
3: Triple H because you got Stephanie.
2: I almost spit it out just <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. But I didn't want to clean my kitchen, so I was out. <laughs> but that's that's all
0: I'm saying is is for me. Uh, Santos Escobar, he's phenomenal. He's a great skill. He's he's great in all of this stuff. But I just uh, long term, I don't see as much upside as I do for
2: for so. Well, it's good. I mean, parodies parody sells, so I suppose. YouTube being wrong is parody, so we're we're okay with that. <laughs>
0: we will revisit this in five years, and <laughs> oh.
2: are, are we going to start doing rewatches of our? We're going to
1: do watch-alongs
2: <laughs> of our own
0: episodes. This will be watch-along episode forty-two of MC Booking <laughs> Institute.
1: <laughs> I'm
3: nowhere near that vein. I would never do that.
0: <laughs> are you kidding? I'm going to schedule that live stream for Thursday. <laughs> I'm not scheduling that live stream for Thursday. Um. Okay. Oh, so, although it does make me make me uh think what we booked in our fantasy booking for episode forty-two now, because that would have yeah. been almost a year ago, six six months ago, six months ago. Yeah.
2: Well, damn. Time flies. On. We're we're what a hundred and. Hundred and four, hundred
0: and five, something like that. Uh well, I mean, the tough thing is because of the way we we uh, we don't number them online, and we, yeah. we go back and forth. It's tough. It's really tough to say. So, but,
3: so maybe you should start numbering them. When... I number them in my
0: personal no. thing. But, uh, here's here's the um the behind the scenes why I don't number them when I upload them when I post them. Uh Apple Podcasts actually it's come out that they deprioritize podcasts that uh, label it episode 1, episode 2, episode 3 that they put those to the bottom of the list and so um, Apple Podcasts to (laughs) ROH Apple Podcasts to ROH so FBI number 42 would have been Let me show the date here. Uh, July, late July of last year.
2: Oh, okay. So nine months ago. We go to. Yeah.
0: We ranked current protected finishers. We booked the SummerSlam title matches, and we drafted the ultimate time travel pay-per-view. Ooh. We could
3: totally do that. I
0: mean, we're not going to do that. I'm just kidding. Anyway, <laughs> go, go, go for it, JLB. What's your challenge?
3: Uh, okay, so I am going to do female wrestlers. We hit the gamut.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I hate uh, to bring it to you, you are not going to do any
2: female wrestlers. Yes. <laughs> Maybe Nia Jax.
3: Why am I not going to do any female wrestlers? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm using
0: do in the... in the. Um... Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I'm he's, gonna, he's, first yeah, of all, he's... you
3: don't know my skills. Have you ever heard of my pickup lines? No, because I never tried to pick you up, good sir.
2: No game. It's interesting. <laughs> so it... it, it regardless of what your shirt actually says, it says no regard. Um, At the angle you were sitting, it looked really close to no game. Really close to no no game. And I just looked Uh... at it and I
0: just think, no (laughs) regrets. Not even a single letter. Go ahead and, (laughs) and, and have us have us choose on female wrestlers.
3: All right, so I know we kind of did a lot of them already, but I'm going to switch it up, and it's going to kind of be the worst of the batch, at least according to you guys, because then that will be fun, because you have to actually put them somewhere. So we are going with Nia Jax, Lana, And Naomi.
0: It it hurt you to call her worst, didn't it? It really hurt you. Like, it was for
3: you guys. I, I didn't I, mean, I didn't mean that. It was more for you guys. I, he I was,
2: he's, he's struggling he's while he playing. knows that Dana Brooke is still out there playing. <laughs> you know, he's like, uh I like Dana Brooke in the wrestling ring though, so I,
3: I do, yeah. I don't know. She's you know, I then again I would have probably should have used her because she ain't doing
2: shit. You had Aaliyah. Mean. Aaliyah was an option. Who Aaliyah. exactly? <laughs> yeah. That's my point.
3: I should have put Lily, freaking uh, <laughs> the puppet, the freaking puppet. Oh, Jesus. Well, she's a wrestler now, she's hurting Shayna Baszler, making her knee leg cramp. Stupidest <laughs> thing in the world, Jesus. So, yeah, and I honestly chose Naya and um. And Lana, because I'm like, all right, if I said Naya, they're going to put her to AEWs because, I don't know, to go against Nyla. And then I'm like, oh, but now let me put Lana into the mix because, well, she can't wrestle. And, hey, now you can't use her for just Miro automatically sort of ordeal. So go, guys. Have fun. Bullshit.
2: I can use her for Miro automatically. I respect relationships. I'm going to go with Lana to AEW, though I don't like it. Um And Smarks, light me up. That's fine. You're welcome to light me up when it's your turn, Mm because that's where I'm going, though. Um, I'm going to go with Naya to Impact and Naomi to ROH. I really do feel that Naomi's in-ring... Hold on. Hold on. Let me give you the reason why. I feel like Naomi's in-ring skills... um, I I think there's a draw there. I really do feel that that maybe it's a booking issue. Maybe... uh, and and we know how Vince is, so we know that he he sees her as um Jus's wife. And so I'm I'm gonna keep her because she's Jus wife. I mean, for heaven's sakes, part of the reason for the Lana contract was to try and get Miro to stay. Right. So um yeah Vince does respect those relationships. Um he doesn't necessarily respect the wrestlers themselves, but he does respect those relationships when he has the opportunity to. Um, that said, I uh, hold on. Sorry, um, I, I I feel like Nia. Uh, I don't I don't feel like Deanna Prazo is going to get injured by Nia, and I don't feel like Jordan Grace is going to get injured by Nia. And that's part of the reason I did that. And then I, I, there is something to be said that, that Lana, Lana might be a a pretty decent future, mean Charlie Caruso for AEW. Um, I, we didn't say she had to wrestle. So Mm -hmm. she can, she can be there, um, doing interviews and, and stuff. I don't get, on AEW dark.
3: I don't get why they don't train each other. Why Russo doesn't train her to wrestle good, and why Lana doesn't train Russo to promo good. I mean,
2: Miro, Miro, yeah. Sorry, Vince. Are we talking about Vince
3: Russo?
0: Russo? No, No. Vince Russo doesn't need to wrestle because he just can give himself the belt, and um, because he did that.
3: Did I say why would I say Russo? I don't know what I said Russo, but Lana and Miro. Russo,
0: excuse me, sorry. So,
3: um,
0: so here's where. I am going to um, (laughs) throw DA fame for a loop. I would do exactly the same thing as he'd do. Wow. With these three. Um, Here's what it comes down to. As much as I I despise Lana in the ring, um, she does have some mic skills, especially when they stop making her do a stupid Russian accent.
1: Um, Yeah.
3: And No, I think she's only good with the Russian accent, though. I think when she's being nice, that stuff with Natty was whatever. It was stupid. I feel like her good promo skills was only when she was with Rusev, no? I think
0: her good promos were when she was with Rusev, but not her good promo skills. What I mean is they're not writing good promos for her now because they don't have anything fucking for her. Like DFA mentioned, the only reason she signed that contract extension, the only reason they gave her that contract extension, was because they were like, hey, this will keep Rusev around longer. And then later they decided, ah, we don't need Rusev anymore. But they've got Lana to this long contract. Um, so I, I, I really do think that her coming in, especially with the upcoming fairly obvious feud Rusev or Miro versus uh, Kip Sabian, uh, having Lana there
2: to be kind of a foil for uh, Penelope Ford. Mm-hmm. I, either the weak link or the foil, she can yes. stop Penelope Ford from being from interfering, from interfering, and doesn't have to have a lot of skill for that. Or yeah. she can be the weak link that causes Rusev to lose or yep. Miro to lose. And so,
0: so um, but on top of that, I just think you know from promo skills. And here's the deal. Um, another
2: one? Another one.
3: Another one. Bang! So
2: so have you have you ever heard of uh, of a guy called the
3: Hulk? I don't know how you sleep. I can't even drink so, coffee at night anymore. So this I, is like, tremor. This is this is how this is I sleep. Secret. So, ready?
2: Okay. So the Hulk. The way he finally got his anger under control is that he was always angry. The way I got my need for sleep under control is that I'm always tired.
3: But you're drinking
2: energy drinks.
0: So here's a fun fact. Caffeine doesn't actually give you energy. It just temporarily stops your brain from being able to process the uh, melatonin that makes you feel sleepy. So um that melatonin is still being produced and will eventually... That's why you crash after a lot of caffeine. It's because your body finally catches up and can process all that melatonin. and go. Ugh.
3: Well, and I fruit. feel like I shake, though. So I don't know. Maybe it's not the caffeine. Maybe there's just something wrong with me. That's but... the sugar.
0: And that stuff that he's drinking has no got sugar. no sugar, no.
3: No uh, sugar in it. sugar no free. Sugar-free. Sugar yeah. I don't drink any beverages with sugar in them. Zero sugar. But a whole lot of cancer. Hashtag Pepsi. Zero. Nah. (laughs)
2: I don't think there's aspartame in Pepsi, is there? Yeah. Um,
0: Ascophamame potassium. Um, It's got aspartame in the zero I didn't know if they were still using aspartame or not. But here's the deal. The aspartame, when you talk about... Cancer with We're going off on a weird cancer. Uh, going <laughs> talking about cancer with aspartame. The studies that showed that they were feeding mice like the equivalent of 600 of these a day, a day. Uh, and I don't know, I think if you give anyone <laughs> 600 of anything a day, you'll probably give them some sort of health
2: problem. So. Well, I mean, the best example is vitamin D. So so we all need vitamin D to survive, right? And the yeah, best right. way to get that we is the sun. D. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 I do. I need your vitamin D. Anyway. Jesus. You are my sunshine. My Lisa. So, Sunshine is the best way to get vitamin D, obviously. Um. Too Much sunshine will also give you cancer and a lot of it. Yeah. So, you you can also OD on vitamin C,
0: yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, anyway, you can um, overdose
2: on water,
0: but you so, can kill yourself, so, with water. Lana to AEW, uh, Nia Jax to Impact. Um, I think she, uh, literally would benefit the most from having that roster around her to help her out um and and help cover for her inadequacies in some ways and uh, seriously as as bad as she can be at some points uh, to have Jordan Grace throw Nia Jacks around sometime
2: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> i am there for that also uh congratulations to uh, Jordan Grace for signing a extended contract yeah. with- with impact, I'm angry because uh, AEW didn't come in and drop dollar-dollar bills on her, but I'm happy that she's happy wherever she's at.
1: Awesome. Um,
0: and then um, Naomi to Ring of Honor, but in this case, it's not the kill uh, one. Ring of Honor is investing heavily in their women's division now. True. They are um, relaunching the Women of Honor women's division with a whole tournament going on right now. And their roster right now for women is relatively small. I, I think right now they've got like nine women on their roster. Um, and but so, those are they,
2: relatively stacked.
0: Well, yeah, there's some really good names on there, like Angelina Love, uh, Mandy Leone, Velvet Sky. Uh, I'm a big fan of Session Moth Martina. Um, I'm
2: Um, a huge fan of Velvet Sky, but for completely different reasons. But
0: but (laughs) Naomi could come into that division. back in your pants. Naomi could come into that division and legitimately be, like, instantly one of the top ones there. Yeah, Yeah, Um, she could. And and maybe they'd be able to teach her to not do the hip attack, the butt (laughs) thrust, Maybe. Which is also
2: stupid when Oscar does it. So let's yeah. let's establish yeah. it's one hundred percent stupid
0: Naomi. when Asuka does it. Um,
2: I still
3: feel Oscar does it better though.
0: Oscar does it better because she doesn't do the stupid jump up splits thing um, <laughs> when she does it.
1: That's fair. Um,
0: but uh, but yeah, so um, that's where I would go there.
2: Nobody hip attacks better than
3: Asuka. Huh? <laughs> oh, I mean, who better than Oscar? Except but, Canyon.
1: Well, <laughs>
0: nobody's, better than Canyon. nobody's <laughs> better than Canyon. But anyways, that's how I would go on it.
3: So, Yeah, so I, I don't think... think that's a bad move. Yeah. No, yeah, that's yeah. actually not that bad either.
2: I am curious, JLB. Mm-hmm. Because we were both the same, and it sounds like you would be different. You don't have to do this. Obviously, we don't have to do our own. I was more than happy to do mine, but uh, I think it was obvious which way it would have gone. How would you do it?
3: Yeah, so I'd probably bring... uh, I'd, honest to God, probably bring Naya to AA Dubs. I feel like they do need more powerful women. And maybe they would... how to wrestle too like a little bit better at least um i still feel like the women's division is it's it's getting it is getting better so i think her and nyla being like a dominant force together and then doing a feud there would be nice and i don't know maybe she'll actually get some i don't know maybe she would be different so i kind of would like to see that um Screw the relationships. This is business. This ain't uh, matchmaking. So uh, you dealt with Lana in WWE all this time, Miro. You don't need her now. We don't need distractions from you. we were giving you a push, so no distractions, and uh, that's it. So I would technically I would put Naomi to Impact, though. probably for the same reason that i feel they could help her out because impact does have a pretty strong ish women's division yeah, she'd get um bit sorry
2: should get bitch slapped
3: ish strong ish is what i'm staying with uh <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, she would get her she would get her ass handed to her in that division.
3: no, she would, but at the same time, I think she would learn a lot too because I do feel that she doesn't get enough um dun, 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 okay, um yeah, like she doesn't get enough of wrestling time. she only wrestles like what once a month maybe, or if she does wrestle twice a week. Uh, twice every two weeks or so on, she's technically doing like two-minute matches. So what can you really learn in uh, that regard? Clearly Natty isn't uh, training uh, Naomi well. So hopefully she'll do good impact. And honestly, Lana is just going to go to uh, ROH because everyone's going to get a training camp here, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone's getting a training camp here. It's pretty much why I did what I did because it would technically benefit all parties in terms of training them properly, and I just think the you're gonna get at least a decent feud with Nyla and uh, Naya, and or a jumbo crazy earthquake kind of team.
2: Yeah, natural a, disasters. Natural disasters. The, the women, me. women's natural disasters. That's it. God, I feel so, like that's a horrible sexist decision that. that yeah. uh, I feel like that's fat shaming. That's
3: what I feel like. It's feel not fat, fat shaming. They're both powerful women. Like it's not a bad thing. I, I didn't say anything about their weight. You're the one that just assumed it was. You fat
2: literally shaming. compared this them to people. the natural disasters
3: because they were Typhoon powerful.
2: Typhoon and earthquake. Yes, that's what. They it's were not known.
3: because they were big. They were powerful. All right. <laughs> Learn how to use your words. Quit trying to cancel me, good sir. That,
2: fat shamer. That's what you're doing. You're fat shaming. Anyway, You're,
3: anyway. You're saying my stuff yeah. is bad. I'm not allowed to fat. fat
2: shame. I'm fat. Did you hear me talk about my boobs earlier? You're Come shaming on, on
3: me. I'm fat. All right. <laughs> it's fine.
2: So, um, I, I will justify that with one other piece to that with Nia going to dubs. Uh, I don't like it. But then that would give them if all of the large powerhouse women as as uh, JLB has put it uh, that AEW has had were there at the same time. You could have a really interesting tag or Fatal 4 Way with Awesome Kong, Aja Kong, Naya, and Nyla. So that would be kind of entertaining.
1: See?
3: And you were just making fun of me for it. Like and I, you, I don't know, know,
2: three, you could have three good wrestlers in there and Naya.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So I changed it up a bit and everyone learns from it and everyone's a winner, guys, because if we all win together, we all grow together.
1: Okay.
0: So <laughs> so we're gonna uh start to close things up here, but we actually uh got a comment here that I kind of want to take some time to address because uh, it confuses me a bit, but uh, no, uh, I I don't think you should address it though. I, I'm I'm going you. to because uh, we got a comment from a guy Op Radio says you guys are lifting my content. At least give me credit, and I'm confused because I I don't know what we're lifting. Uh, period. <laughs> right? uh, yeah. I've I've literally never heard of this guy. So um, we've been doing this particular thing for almost two years um and so that we just started our live streams but we've been doing this as a podcast for two years uh mm-hmm. almost so i i don't know what we're lifting um but, I, but I, here's I, your credit yeah i what i want to do is I, i'm reaching out to this guy uh because he hopped on long enough to leave this and then and then left um and so i i want to know what content um are we lifting uh so that i can i can clarify and 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 make corrections because uh format wise we came up with this on our own uh you know everything else we do on here on our own you, i don't i don't know what we air quotes lifted from this guy because I,
2: we did lift our uh the uh, aw roh um because
3: No, uh, but it's a different no, scenario. No, either way, we, it's we, not a. We,
0: we lifted the fire. Fireberry push, uh, fire berry push uh, but we twitch. credited, fire. Uh, yeah, uh, what culture wrestling
2: for the fireberry push? Fantasy booking. There's not a wrestling podcast out there that doesn't do some no. type of fantasy booking. And so. and so
0: so I don't know. I don't know what I I'm I'm genuinely curious. He's Opie, just trolling. That's what, all it is, though. What you think we lifted? Um, Can you clarify? Uh, But I, like I said, I've never, I tried looking up your YouTube channel and I've, I've never listened to or watched anything of you. So I didn't lift anything there as far as I know, but, uh, but I'm reaching out in good faith because I I do, I don't want anyone to ever think we're trying to rip people off or anything. If he thinks we lifted something from him, I want to know what it is and then we can correct things. Um, We did not knowingly lift anything from anyone. But I do want to to uh, to at least address this and, and respectfully. So, uh, Opie Radio, um, shoot me a message. Let me know what what you think we lifted from you, and and hopefully we can we can get to some sort of a um, understanding on everything. So
2: now but, I gotta go look and see how many episodes he has on YouTube of anything.
0: Oh no! Yeah, that's quite a
3: following. Technically,
0: yeah, he's he's got. I mean, you know, a fair amount of listeners and everything. But from what I see, most of what he does is not wrestling related. It's um, it's vlogging. Oh yeah, he's from Opie and Anthony. So, um, so yeah, it's vlogging and it's it's um, a music podcast and uh, music related and everything. And I I literally I, I look at this and I don't know anything. I don't see anything off of here that uh even comes close to what we're doing here so i'm i'm <laughs> legitimately i don't know what he's referring to but that's why i'm i'm uh i want to reach out from a standpoint of if it is something that we unknowingly lifted
3: from him so you get an interview with like diamond dallas page but i mean yeah. that's the only wrestling thing i'm seeing
0: yeah. If if there is something out of it that uh that legitimately we may have unintentionally lifted, I want to rectify things. I, you know, I want to be respectful here, but at the same point I've never never actually seen any of his stuff or watched any of his videos, so I don't know what he could be referring to. I literally don't. So,
1: hmm.
3: Yeah, I don't know. On I that mean... note, this will be the No, no worries. Go ahead.
0: But we'll start to wrap things up for uh this this episode. As always, links to everything, the social media, our Patreon, our merch store, everything will be in the doobly-doos uh below. Um, so you can check that out there. Um, you can uh uh, follow us on social media. You can follow me at raw and order WBU. You can follow uh, DA Fabe at
3: DA Vincent K Fabe on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then you can follow JLB at JLB 420. Real Talk Radio is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8, anchor.fm slash RTR excuse me for the hiccups big brother is over finally and uh we have Thank that God. no don't you dare um and uh, it's coming back in a month so ha huh. and uh yeah La. And, that's it. La. and uh yeah anchor.fm slash rtr we're just doing a whole bunch of stuff just saw a few more movies so i'm gonna put those reviews up and uh back to you good sir Yep, yep. so it um, heart breaks me that I know
2: Smarks really takes this serious that somebody has accused us of lifting because we 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 canceled three different uh, podcast concepts to avoid lifting anything from people, um, and so I, I can tell it's bothering him right now just by yeah. looking at the video, um, dude. Like, come on the show. Tell Tell us how we're lifting it, like, like literally, fantasy book us uh, (laughs) how we lifted. I, I, I'm fine with it. Like, we'll we'll promo you. You don't have to promo us. Like, whatever. Like, I feel like that's what you were trying to do with the chat. No, but that's I'm an asshole, so I'll say that. Um, But if you got nothing legit, then don't don't be coming on our thing and saying that we lifted something. And if you do have something legit. Hit up smarks because he genuinely does not want to doesn't want to be off on you. And if it's my name that, that I stole shit, I still don't know that there's a DA Vincent K Fabe out there. So um, yeah. I sorry, I just I hate seeing my my best friend pissed off or, or heartbroken. He's not pissed, I'm pissed. Yeah. He's he's yeah. heartbroken. So but...
0: Like I say, I mean, we've been doing this for for two years and this is the first we're hearing. I mean, yeah, we just started the live streams, but we've been doing this show for two years and um, this is the first we're hearing of any of that. So, Um, but anyways, make sure to like, share and subscribe to this podcast and head on over to Apple Podcasts where it's going to be posted. Give the uh, show five stars, just like you would give your vacation if you ever go to beautiful Turks Turks and Caicos. Ah turns and <laughs> Ah it's so Whoop. good. But uh, on that note we will go ahead and wrap things up, close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. Uh thank you all for joining us and we will see you soon.
2: Now that we've signed out, I'm going to lift something. Can't see us no more.